Welcome to that 80s show. What a treat. What a treat. Dory and I are very solemn getting into studio together. Today we barely got into studio together. <laughs> wow. It was yes. Um, I was waiting, 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 but eventually you got here. Waiting for a girl like you. It took, I learned today, it takes me 17 minutes to get from my house uh, to the studio. In- I would have been here quicker. I had to get my errand cat inside the house. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you were... Barber with treats. You know, because you, you told me you just come from gym. So I thought you had to take off your leg warmers and your headband no. and all that stuff. No, it's uh, uh, nudist size. <laughs> from the nude course from Dr. Phil Joffey. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, shout out Dr. Phil Joffey on the mm-hmm. episode we did with him. Go back, listen, in your stream, go back to last week. Did, uh, had a guest slot not a guest slot sorry a guest mm. slot <laughs> the celeb savants so many celebs he knows yo <laughs> stories but I'm glad you're back thanks I missed you guys I know Dory well, I missed you I missed everyone I didn't miss Barrett no because no, I was hanging out with him on Saturday you were hanging out with Barrett on Saturday I really want to talk about that so yeah. we are in quite a golden age for Concerts, 80s concerts. We're on the map. Mm-hmm. We're on the retro revival well, the map. The post-COVID destination of choice. They definitely know. They definitely know. They're <laughs> topping up those pension funds. <laughs> those two years of COVID uh, non-travel brutalized them. And they realize, hey, South Africans, uh, some of them have money. And uh, they will spend money on uh, tickets for people like us. And uh, later in the year, Thomas Anders. Yes, let's not forget. OMD, which I'm, as it stands in my diary right now, I may not be able to go see them. <gasps> no, no, but we're going to make a plan. We're going to make a plan. But before that, Dory went to go see, oh, no thanks to me. <laughs> it's all good. And you, I, I knew I couldn't call on you, so I made another plan. I'm going to blame <laughs> the sponsors on this one, right? So <laughs> I thought, so I know the media partners for it, and I said, hey, can I get some general access tickets? Yeah. And they were like, you got some tickets? We got your tickets. Don't worry. You got your tickets. Cool. Hmm. Then I realized I can't go. So I was like, oh, dear. I am going to... Not a problem. I give my tickets to Dory. General access, no problem. Yeah. So when the tickets do come through, I start checking it out. And I go, oh, no. They say, we can't transfer it because we've put you in VIP. And I'm like, guys, you know, with the band. With the band. Right. I'm like, guys, you guys never do anything nice for me, ever. <laughs> and the one time I can't go, you put me in VIP with Deacon Blue. Yeah. So, sorry, but luckily you have a better friend than me called Barrett. I do. The celebs are fine. Oh, no. How is Deacon Blue? I, I love that venue. Up. I love it. Share. Regale. It is a great venue, as long as it's not raining. And luckily, it was not raining. It was hot, though. Dude, I was there the week before for Milky Chance, mm-hmm. which is not an 80s band. It was 10 degrees hotter the week before. So this Saturday was fine by wow. comparison. Wow. It was really fine. Okay, it's maybe not 10 fine. degrees, but like yeah, 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 five, yeah. six, yeah, yeah. seven degrees maybe. It was revoltingly hot the week before to the point where I just sat under an umbrella eating ice cream the entire time. Yeah, but you must. Yeah. So this time I get there. It's not as hot. Barrett is, Barrett is always right at the front. If you see... A guy going mad in the front row of any concerts, it's Barrett, because he's always there, and he's mm-hmm. always going to be in the front, and yep. he doesn't care about... He is not a VIP person. He would rather be in the front with everyone with else. With the peeps. With the peeps. Because I don't know if you've been there now, So, because what they've done is they've put the VIP on the side, but you can't yes. actually be... Right you, in the middle you, of the front by the stage, if you're in VIP, you're on the side. Yeah, so to describe, it's actually, it's a sports ground. Yes. So it's like a concert, and it's called, the series I think they call On the Lawn or something, like, I don't know. No, I don't think it's it not, that? not that one. Okay, no. so it's a sports ground. Yeah. I think it's normally used for baseball. Oh, I don't know. And There's, the, there was cricket at the field next door. So it's that sort of place, yes. right? Multiple sports. And archery at the field up top. Archery? Just archery. Up, that's where we had to park, was the archery field. I know. Who knew these things happened in Joburg? Jeez, I really like that. I'm going to go <laughs> do, do some, some archery. archery. Yeah, yeah, I have to say, I was like, hmm, I didn't know this. you could do this Yeah, That's fantastic. Yes. Uh, so the, the VIP is, yes. yeah, it's the clubhouse, basically. And it's on the side. It's on the side. It's on so the side. So you're in VIP, which is yeah. great, but you can't actually get to where you Barrett and I were, which yeah. was 
middle of mm. the front row. That's amazing. We were right there. That's amazing. And I just braved the heat. I did have my umbrella. The security mm-hmm. guard shouted at me to take my umbrella down before the show. I said, I promise I'm going to take it down before the show. You didn't. Of course. I, and I took it down because the sun was going down. It was yes. good timing. Okay, good timing. But I had the umbrella for all the earlier acts. Mm-hmm. So, Deacon Blue was one of my absolute favorite bands in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They are still right up there for me. I can't tell you how amazing it was. It was amazing. It was so amazing. Apart from the, the songs, which the songs are great. I remember the lyrics. They all come back to me, all that stuff. These two people are a freaking inspiration. You said something to you. You said they married. They are married. They've been married for over 30 years. Never mind, not only are they married, he is 66 years old. She is 59. Yeah. And you would never know that from looking at them. I saw from your photos. You would never know that yeah. that's their ages. I was actually looking at them going, my God, they must be the same age as me because they look so young. Yeah. But how could they be the same age as me? Because I was a teenager when their music came out yeah. and they were definitely in their 20s. They've aged incredibly, the two of them. They look like they are still madly in love. They danced around like teenagers. They had incredible energy. He was very funny. I just want to say, and it melts my heart when I think about it, because I was right in the front, we, we met Oz multiple times, and oh. he smiled at me yes. and multiple times, and I literally melted like the chocolate girl. It was... <laughs> well played. Oh, you know, well played. had to happen, had to happen. It was incredible. One, one of the absolute top five concerts I've ever been to, and you know I've been to a fair amount. Many. So I want to say something to you. Yes. Those top five concerts, two of them have happened in the same venue, the same setting. Uh huh. Mm. No. Oh, okay. I don't know if Aha's in the top five. Okay. Sorry. Hey, no, it's good. That, that's good. I, I'm a big fan of the venue. Yes, the venue's <laughs> I'll great. go watch anything at that venue. <laughs> and yet you weren't there. I was in Sun City. I was in Sun City tra- had a trying to find good reason. F- Freddie Mercury's sex dungeon. Okay, that's we're, a good reason. We're convinced that Freddie Mercury's sex dungeon <laughs> is still underneath Sun City. I did find out something that my cousin's family, 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 his dad was at the opening of Sun City and Jean-Michel Jarre played. I was like, I did not expect to talk Wait, to someone. Wait, what year was this? Right? When they opened Lost City. So that was, the Lost City was... Late 80s? Late 90s? early 90s. Early yeah. 90s. And Jean-Michel Jarre. I was like, I did not expect to have a conversation with somebody <laughs> about Jean-Michel Jarre playing at Sunset. I remember he came. I vaguely remember that. Remember Jean-Michel Jarre? Yes. Keyboards, lights. He did everything. He did the things. Yeah. Yeah. So Deacon Blue, highly Deacon Blue rec- was I missed Fantastic. Out. Fantastic. He's also an amazing storyteller. Oh, that's awesome. With his Scottish accent. Oh, great. Oh, so he tells stories and he's funny and... Like I say, just so much energy. They, their songs sounded, and it's so funny because I almost don't like it when it sounds like the album. Yeah. Because you want a live experience. Mm-hmm. But they sounded like but, the album. But that's their style though. I mean, they're not like overly produced or synthesized or anything. No, exactly. They like, they're playing real instruments and, oh, <laughs> and they so, so good. I don't know what else to say. It was just great. I'm it so, really was. I'm so happy you have better friends than me. Um, because I'm the worst. No, you're not. You're really not. Can I? You might be the worst at getting tickets, but you're not the worst. Full stop. <sighs> <laughs> Why put me in VIP? I don't even want it. <laughs> Why was I not, I not good enough for VIP? That's what question. I'm saying. You know what? In hindsight, <laughs> so we're trying to listen. Sorry, guys. You have to listen to our boring admin, <laughs> Paolo and Dory's admin. We couldn't even get to the same sweet same studio. You got to understand. Um. In hindsight, there was another colleague of mine. We should have put you as her guest. Oh. In hindsight. But then uh, I would have been by myself in VIP. No, you... Who oh, VIP, you can go anywhere. Yeah. I could. Because I'll tell you, you a lot anywhere. of the VIP people were, were with us. No, of course. Because that was the best place to be. With you, but full. And free drinks. That's the difference. You see, you uh, don't drink. You see, I, I don't drink. Dory doesn't even drink. Barrett doesn't even drink. Barrett doesn't drink. We're ele- we are useless, actually. No, you're fantastic. You're there for the right reasons. <laughs> unlike, unlike me, who positions myself in front of house, because that's where you're going to get the best sound. Right. Right? Because they, yeah. the guys front of house got to hear the sound. No, I have to say, 
as as exciting as it was being right in the front and and meeting eyes with Ricky Ross regularly, mm. the sound would have been better further back because I was further back the week before for mm. Milky Chance and the sound was incredible. Yeah. The sound was not as good. Because the closer you are, the worse the sound's going to be. But that's what, do you just want? How it is. what do you want? I wanted to meet ours with Ricky Ross, and that, that, that's ours. what happened. Having conversations with somebody yesterday, Lloyd Cole, is he coming here? Is it just a rumor? I know Barrett's I don't think, I don't interviewing think him. Here. No, I doubt he's coming here. No. I doubt it. Who knows? Okay, so another thing I'm bad at is gifts. Right. So, rushed here today. Again, yeah. you got to know. Very disorganized. <laughs> Dom Duas Dias and Dori. Many Dom Dom Duas Dias. That I've had a gift from cousin Louis 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 for you since November. Are you serious? It is sitting Is it chocolate logs? Because that's what he gave me last year. That's time. what he gave you last year. Yeah. No, he he finds things. Right. He he find, he would find Freddie Mercury's sex dungeon. Um I would like to give you a gift because I owe you a gift from November. But I found something I'm going to buy because this week, how many times were you sent the story that George Michael Money's, the George Michael Money's, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's beautiful. The Royal Mint has unveiled a commemorative George Michael coins. The coins show the late former Wham star and solo artist in his classic Aviator glasses and earring made famous. Don't worry, Dory, it's my chair. <laughs> made famous in his faith video. So that's what, in his faith video. Yeah. Um, and they've released the coins. He now joins uh, legends like James Bond. Yes, I've seen the James Bond coins. They're Star beautiful. Wars. Not a fan, but yes. Robin Hood has coins. Oh, I haven't seen those. David Bowie has coins. Rolling huh. Stones have coins. Those I've seen. And Dame Shirley Bassey. I think that's amazing. That Amazing. Meant, yes. That George Michael gets a coin before Alton John. Does he have to die? Now, the Rolling Stones are alive. Uh, yeah. Because well, w- not all of them, but yes. I thought it's just one of these things. Like Royal Mint is just going to go, and oh, the, well, yeah. coins. For every, everyone gets a coin. I think it, mm, it's, yeah, it's not even like a specific commemorative year. Because the James exactly. Bond, I think, came out, uh, it was a specific commemorative year yeah. or... There was like a reason. Yeah. Star hmm. Wars was, yeah, it's all his reasons. So George Michael is not in. Well, I mean, the reason is he was he's George awesome. Michael. He's awesome. So yeah. um, I have to say, I'm not a coin person, but I looked at those coins and went, I could have this. I'm a George Michael person. Exactly. This is the thing. So yeah. they come in various denominations. I don't know if people collect coins. So there is the five pound brilliant, called brilliant, mm. uncirculated coin. Right. For £15.50. I ordered one. I've ordered it. You've ordered it I've already? Ordered, I've ordered it. Is that the one that's got the red on it? No, no, oh. no, no. Um, well, <laughs> that one with the red on it. Yeah, so th- that's the, one I liked. The one is just silver. I can change my order because I'm pre-order. So you, right. oh, you, you, you get it. in the line to pre-order. Um, the one with the red and the black on it. So it's got London Town. Yeah. Uh, like the skyline of London behind him. And the top, yeah, so that's got color. That's £24.50, which is 600 rand odd. Right. That's doable for a coin, um, but there's only 7,500 of those being minted. Minted. Um, ooh, there is one of, it's got more silver in it, okay? Mm. 10 ounces of silver, that's 108 pounds. It's not like pounds. you're getting this as an investment. You're no. never going to get rid of it. No, it's to do... You live your life by flicking the George Michael coin. Right. What, what should we have for dinner tonight? Heads. What does George say? Yeah, what does George say? That, what that, would George do? That's why I want it. I want it to W-W-G-D. live my life. WWGD. WWGD, that's what I do. I'd live my life by flipping the George Michael coin. Don't you think that's what he would have wanted? Sure. Should I play Last Christmas again? Heads, tails, I will. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Heads, yes, tails, yes. Ooh, there's a gold one, Dory. I saw the gold one, and I mean, I'm not a fan of gold ever in any form. Gold George Michael. Uh, uh, how much is that one? Two thousand seven hundred pounds. Holy moly! How much it's is that about in rand? Sixty thousand rand. Sure. Just under. Your gold I holds know. its value. I like the look of the one with the red. I, I also think it's like. Pretty. So I think I should change my order then. I think you should. Comes on a nice card, George Michael on yes. it. Yes. 
Um, so I think I'm going to change how my order. Is, how is it going to get to you? Well, this, this is what I'm delayed on. So I've got people in London. My cousin works there. Okay. He comes over often. Oh, okay. Perhaps. Um, you but sometimes go over I to that side of the world. Go. I do Ireland, sometimes go. Yeah. I do sometimes go. Yeah. I, I feel that shouldn't be the barrier. No, that's not I, a problem. I feel like I cannot make good decisions in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel I need George Michael to guide me. I feel like a George Michael coin to flip every time I'm indecisive is what I need. So it's not a want, it's a need. Right? right. I mean, if that's what you're going to do with it, the silver one's probably sufficient. Yeah. So, but so with the colors, because you're quite right. Because when it flicks, colors. it's got a spin, and then you see the colors. Also, the colors is what makes it different and interesting. Yeah. I think. So, yeah. Mm. What's on the other side of the coin? Andrew Ridgely, I hope. Mm, probably hmm? not. No, probably not. <laughs> George Michael's butt. In his denims. In his denims. Yeah, that's your tail. That's what it should be. That's what it should be. That's if Dory and I were in charge of the (laughs) royal mint. That's what it would be. But then I started wondering, what can I buy from the George Michael store with my George Michael coin? Right? Right. Don't you think? Like, that's a good idea. George Michael money should buy George Michael things. We live in a George Michael economy. (laughs) I mean, they've tried Bitcoin. They've tried crypto. They've tried NFTs. Could George Michael currencies be any worse? So, yes. I've now changed it. So, considering I get the £24.50 George Michael coin, if I go to the George Michael store, what can I buy? For £24.50. £24.50. Ooh. Um, no, but hang on. It's not a 24 How much is the actual currency of the coin? Oh, you're quite right. It's it costs you twenty four pounds fifty, but it's worth what? Five pounds. Five pounds. Five pounds. <laughs> what can you buy for five pounds? Oh, okay. So let's keep scrolling. Is there a mug. No hoodies. <laughs> no t-shirts. T-shirts mm-hmm. are out. Um, no, still scrolling. Forty pounds is oh a mu- no. Oh, cheapest mug is twenty pounds. Wow. Um. So, unfortunately, wait. You, there's more stuff. Okay. There's looking, more stuff. Uh, accessories. Yes. Um, no, not that mug. There's a 17 pound poster? mug. A poster? No, they prints. Oh. It's not prints. <laughs> prints. Prints. Yes. Not a prints. Print. Yeah. Uh, no, they're 125 pounds. How much is the hip flask? The hip flask is 100 pounds. <laughs> wow. Um, is it pure silver? A faith tea towel? No, that's 15. Oh, so close. Hmm. Okay. That's the closest. Not looking good. You need three coins so you can buy the tea towel. Three coins. So, okay. So, George Michael currency, I'm not going to get anything. No. That's f- you're going to get the coin that you're going to flip to make your life decisions. I'm going to have the coin and then it will help me make better life decisions. However, Dory. Yes. In this little rabbit hole that I <laughs> went down, I found something very, very unexpected because I Googled George Michael's store. Mm-hmm. Gives me George Michael... Dot com. Right. Okay. But I did find this, the George Michael porn shop in Brackpan. <laughs> <laughs> what? <sighs> On the Let's c- just explain for our international listeners what Brackpan is. Okay. Every suburb, wherever you live in the world, you have that area. Okay. They're kind of like, oh, that that's Brackpan for us. Okay. Wherever you live. And you go, the part you wouldn't go. And listen, if you're in Brackpan listening to this, why? Sorry. There's roads. <laughs> what are you still doing? Why are you there? <laughs> why are you there? What are you doing with your life? So Brackpan's that place for, yes. for us. So we all have a Brackpan. Um, but yes, there is a place called the George Michael Porn Shop. And not and porn, 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 yeah, as in porning. Porn. So P-A-W. when I realize that my coin is shit and I can't buy anything, I will go porn, <laughs> porn it for like a lawnmower... <laughs> Blade. That's <laughs> what I'll do. So on Four Trekker Road, near to the Sasbar Roadhouse in Brackpan, just down the road, is the George Michael Pawn Shop, and I am obsessed. If the drinks aren't free at that roadhouse, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> when you go in, you say, but I want more for that. You guys, you got to have faith. Um, look at it. On the outside, uh, wow. it's got a let's, – let's see if there's a George Michael sign – the George Michael porn and secondhand shop. I see a road trip in our future. I, uh... You, me, and Louis. 
You mean Louis and Barrett? What can we find in the George Michael porn shop? <laughs> we, I mean, okay, let's just think about it. Is this, is it because the owner's name is George Michael? Or do you think he's a huge fan? I mean, the mind is boggling. <laughs> We'd have to go and find out. I mean, the, the oh, mind is... so far to drive to Brackett. Oh, it, really it really is, is far. It really is far. Like, yeah, especially from your side of town. It's re- Like my side, I'm a bit closer. It's far from everywhere. It's far from... Brackett's even... Far. B- and I know this, I know this because South I went to Benoni recently. Don't Ooh. ask. Don't ask why. I went to no. Benoni recently and it was... So far. Yeah. And Brackpan's further. People in Benoni complain about going to Brackpan. That's I mean, how far if we're going to go to Brackpan, we might as well go to Springs and go and visit the Radio Rats. Okay, let's, let's just do that. Let's <laughs> just do a full road trip because <laughs> I now need to know so many. Did you name it after George Michael? Are you George Michael? <laughs> could we, could we go, guys, big news, Africa's number one music podcast? We got George Michael. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? Wham! What are we talking about? Could we find an Andrew Ridgely? <laughs> Probably. In Brackpan. I don't know about oh, in Brackpan. Yeah, I, mean, I bet you it's two O's and one is George and one is Michael. Mm, they're, they're brothers or cousins? They're brothers now. They're cousins. Let's keep hope alive. <laughs> okay. Let's keep hope alive that there is a man who owns a pawn shop in Brackpan called George Michael. And that we could call them instead of going there. Mm. I do think we need to go there, though. I certainly want to. I certainly need a photo. We're looking at the Google Maps image. I certainly need. Oh, what now if we I've zoomed, all the way zoomed out in there on and truck. it's like no longer. I mean, how That's recent how we have is to this? Phone to check. How recent we is this? We have to phone and say, "Is that the George Michael pawn shop?" They'll go, "Yeah," and we'll say, "Okay, what time do you close today?" And they'll tell us, and then we'll drive. There's we'll a phone number. In the car. We'll get a road. We'll do a road trip. We'll we'll pack some patkos. I mean, what what is around here? I mean, as we look, at, oh, it's close to the Sazbar Zaz, Roadhouse. Zaz, well, we'll go and have milkshakes at the Roadhouse. Good, good. Yeah, milkshakes yeah. and chips, maybe. Mm, good. It's what else v- is there? Star Chemicals, Brackpan Auto and Tire, um, one of fifteen. Um, <laughs> Council Flats. It's all happening, guys. <laughs> it's Jubilee, the Jubilee Building across the road. Um, Doesn't look very jubilee. Yeah, listen, do not wear your nice stuff. <laughs> Why? But, but wear your moon bag. Do you know Barrett has a moon bag? I have seen his moon bag. I have seen it. Oh, Tenny, he's going to bring them back. What, single, he's going to bring them single-handedly. back. Single-handedly. Honestly. He's going to bring them back. It's so useful. Why did they go out of style? It you is know, useful. It, it, it is. I think it's like the whole, because now kids wear it across their chest. Yeah. But you got to wear it fanny. Yeah. you got to like... And Barrett does. He, Put he your does hands, it you know, ruffle around in there. Um, don't have other people get stuff out of your moon bag, though. <laughs> like, that's your hands only. Yeah. Your hands only, name on my sex tape. Um, so. <laughs> um, movie time, Dory. Yeah, finally. Jeez. Uh, did you hear last week Barrett spoke about Kids Incorporate, uh, Mickey Mouse Club? Yes, I never watched the Mickey Mouse Club spoke ever, but of course I watched Kids Incorporate. Kids Incorporate. And I yeah. said to him, like, which were were you? Like, yeah. kids, whichever one. And he'll never choose. He'll never no. betray one over the other. I'm going to take Mickey Mouse Club, I think, every day. I went with Action Jackson. Yeah, you did. Carl Weathers. Fantastic B-grade 80s, i got to tell you. Mm. One of the best. Do you hear the line? He says to a guy just before he shoots him with a flamethrower, how do you like your ribs barbecued? Shoots him in the ribs with a flamethrower. I mean, really? Right? Oscars. That's Oscar stuff. Um, but you have not Like we say, it's not a movie recommendation. It's an 80s-themed multimedia experience. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Just want to give a shout out quickly. Sorry. I'd need to do this as a favor in this 80s-themed multimedia experience. Fantastic podcast called Critical Arcade, right? Okay. Local podcast. They um, talk about video games. Cool. Um, they're in the Apple New and Noteworthy this past week. Huh? Doing, doing great things. And uh, this week they're talking about Mega Man. Mega Man, the 1988 video game. I loved Mega Man. Okay. I don't know what you're they, talking about. They went into more. That's why I say it's a multimedia experience. So yeah. listen, give them a listen. Critical Arcade. If you like 80s videos games, like I do. Yeah. Bought a Nintendo Switch. I only ever play the old Super Mario Brothers. Okay? Critical Arcade. Go look for it. 
in all your apps, 1988 Mega Man. Give it a listen. Promo swap. Right. Nice. So when are you going to be on the podcast? Uh, you know, I've got to tell you. <laughs> Dory, I may not surprise you. I'm not the best at admin. <laughs> <laughs> so when um, we first met, uh, they, they, I knew that they did 80s video games reviews. And I said, I'd love to be on one. Maybe there's a crossover. Yeah. They said, well, in March, we're releasing a Mega Man. They planned their podcast so lot far in advance. They wow. knew, like in November last year, that they're doing one now. That's insane. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, they, we don't even plan ours at all. They sent me a Google Doc that I could put my name in and everything. Oh, my God. I never, I never did. I feel so bad. And oh, then. no, you should. Yeah. You should. But, like, sorry, there are people that plan their podcast months <laughs> in advance. I don't even know what's happening at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, we literally started the show and I was like, I haven't got a movie prepared. No, no. Not really. But I'm, I'm phoning it in this That week. kind of like yeah. on the fly style of ours is why we are the app for best <laughs> music podcast. So, Because we're winging it. Winging it. So, Paula, as you know, I've been working not nine to five, but five to nine the last couple of weeks. Wowie. So I haven't had time to watch much. But I did watch something that's very new. And while ordinarily I would say it was just a nod to an mm-hmm. 80s thing, this 80s thing is actually very important to this movie. So I'm going to talk about it briefly. It is the movie that literally everyone is talking about. And they're talking about it, and they're talking about a song from this movie, which is not the song I'm going to talk about. You, you have a funny look on your face as if you know what I'm going to say. Uh, I know what you're not going to say. What am I not going <laughs> to well, say? I'm not going to talk about a song of the movie that they're not playing. In the, right. Not, okay. Right. Okay. So the movie is Saltburn. Right. Everybody's talking about it. Have you watched ta- it? Everyone's talking about it. You know, I started watching it. Um, there's a little bit of a weird sex Harry Potter vibe up front. Yep. When they're all meeting each other in school. I know it's all the thing. That guy's too weird for me. I cannot spend two hours looking at him and I believe he gets nude and I'm like you are too weird looking I can't even deal with you okay well there's one scene that maybe you can watch which is the scene I'm going to talk about everyone's talking about how this movie has brought back Sophie Sophie Ellis Baxter's murder on the dance floor it's a pivotal scene in the movie she is suddenly flying again everybody wants to talk to her her songs I don't know if it's number one but it's flying high in the charts yeah she got more like this is a song from 2001. Yeah. I mean, Barrett was saying like she's on Jimmy Fallon, she's on all the talk shows, and she was and never she's too on busy that before. To, talk yeah. to, to Barrett, which is ridiculous. No, I think I think Barrett. I think she just wants to reserve all her energy because she's like, you know what? I cannot <laughs> give you what the celeb savant needs. Mm. So we got it. Can you yeah. wait? And he goes, of course I can wait. But yes, as you discussed on the show last week, he, she was one of his first interviews, mm-hmm. like in the early days. Mm-hmm. So everyone talks about that song from that movie. I then watched the movie. It is not for everyone. I did find it very interesting. Cinematography is fantastic. Story's very story's good. I found it slightly predictable, but it didn't matter. Some people say there's twists. Yeah, I guess. There is a scene in the movie. This is not even really a spoiler, but there is a scene in the movie that has a real 80s twister, but it's also it's a very meaningful scene in the movie. If you understand the actual theme of the movie and the meaning of the movie, as opposed to it just being about a guy, because he dances around naked, by the way. There is a scene where they're doing karaoke. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So you, see, a- you see, I think like once a movie has dick dancing, <laughs> not much gets mentioned. Not, uh, not much else gets mentioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dick Dancing. It's a great name for a band. Okay, so... Also the name of my sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm on there today. I don't know. You clearly are. So there's a scene where they do karaoke, and it's... If you don't know the basic premise, it's this um, weird, not-rich kid who kind of gets friendly with this rich kid and ends up being invited to his home for the summer holidays. And it's that whole thing of rich and poor and the class thing and... And I mean, these people are extremely unlikable. Rich people usually are. Yeah, not all of them. Most of them are just. But so is the other kid. He's also unlikable. Okay. 
So it's almost like watching Succession, where no one's likable. Did you watch Succession? I loved Succession. Exactly. So like, like everyone's I hate everyone in Succession. Exactly. So you kind of hate everyone in this movie as yeah. well. But there's a scene where they're doing karaoke and the the one character calls on the, let's call him the poor kid, even though he's not, to come and sing a song. And he puts on Rent by the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, yes. Nice. He puts on Rent and this kid doesn't know the song. He's singing it and then he realizes, oh, you're making a dig at me because the song is you pay my rent. And basically he was saying, you're mooching off this family. You do not belong here. That you're taking advantage of them. They are paying for you to live here. Well, paying in inverted commas, but like they're letting you live here and have this lavish lifestyle. But, you know, you know what the song, I mean, it's basically yeah, what yeah, the song's yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and it's, a, it's actually such a very interesting and pivotal moment. And I was just so happy that, wow, they've used a Pet Shop Boys song. Of course, no one's talking about the Pet Shop Boys song. They're only talking about Sophie Ellis Baxter. So, so I needed triggered. to say something. I'm so triggered. I needed triggered. to say something. Because, I mean, it's 50-50, right? One of these songs is going to become a hit. Right. Um, and then, like, the Sophie Ellis Baxter, fantastic. Mm. Um, lovely that's lady. That's a hit because of the penis. Yes. I think. So if he... I mean, it's a great song. So if he did Dick Dance to Rent... That might have been the song that everyone That would have been the about. song that everyone's but getting into. I just into. thought I needed to say that, and that is, look, it is, it is a movie recommendation. It, it's not yeah. for, it, but it's not for everyone. If you're very, very sensitive to gross things, because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I, I was warned that it was gross. So I expected it to be gory. It's not gory. It's gross. Like what? Just fetish gross, weird sex stuff, yeah, kind of weird sex stuff, yeah. but like gross. Okay. When I say gross, like bodily fluid things that you don't want to think about. Okay. It's all on the internet. If you just, if you just type salt burn gross, I'm sure those answers will come up. But I'm going to say, I'm going to try to find that clip for you of the the Pet Shop Boys scene for you, for you to at least watch that. Because it's really, like I said, the cinematography is incredible. That's all I need. So well done. And I was so excited when I heard the song and we're we're watching it all, all three of us at home. Mm. And my kid was like, what is the song again? Oh, fantastic. As, as if, Good. like, you know, Discoveries. they like it. And I was like, it's a Pet Shop Boys. Discoveries. Oh, no, well, I mean, I play Pet Shop Boys a lot. At yeah. Home, so they, they'd heard it before. They just were like, oh, what is this again? Mm-hmm. Well, now mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, now I'm even more angry at Saltburn, I've got to be honest. <laughs> I mean, do we not have space in our charts for two songs being suddenly, like, having a revival? I mean, maybe it's because the Pet Shop Boys have also released a new song. This yeah, year. and they probably want to promote that. And they were like, "Yeah, listen, we're still doing the thing." Sophia Ellis Baxter, she's yeah. still doing music, but we're yeah. yeah, okay, okay, fantastic, right? So now I get to get the benefit of Saltburn without having to endure Saltburn. Also, the name of my success. <laughs> no, okay, that's the last one. I'll stop it. Okay, I, I don't believe it's the last time at all. I promise. Okay, Dory, that's good. I can't wait to watch that clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will share it with me. One of my favorite uh, Pitch Up Boy songs, actually, by the way. Me too. I really my like favorite. it. Um, so, remember I told you about Plex. Oh, God. This new... Oh, yes, you warned us that you were going to be doing Plex movies. Yeah. This new, both suppository and repository of free 80s movies. <laughs> I feel like with Plex, this is what I honestly feel like. I feel like I have walked into somebody's home, uh, they've passed away, and I now need to clear their home of all their belongings, right? And they're a bit of a hoarder. And deep somewhere, I have found this box of old VHS tapes. Right. That I've gone, what are these friggin' movies? Like, maybe they maybe they used to work for a video. You know, related. I found out that my mother-in-law... In the 80s and 90s, used to be a video sale, a video store rep. So she worked for the distribution companies and used to go to all the video stores saying, which videos would you like? Huh. 10 of A-Team, 10 of uh, Terminator, 3 of... Yeah, that's what she did. And you only found this out now. How long have you been married? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think I was told this before, but it like wasn't really because I didn't have an award-winning podcast to, right, yes. to, to regale it on. So I think that could have been the thing. What a job. Talk about jobs. That's a cool job, hey? Try to explain that job to your kid, though. Yeah. (laughs) What? People had to go to a a room, a a shop. An actual physical place. To get movies. With physical things that were big. And they had to take them back. (laughs) And they had to rewind them. (laughs) What are you? What are you? Are you stupid? So anyway, I uh, 
feel like that's what I found on Plex. God, Dory, the, the absolute gems on there. The gems, the gems. I'm going to tell you about a movie that, believe it or not, is not an ad for Coca-Cola. Hmm. In fact, it has this really super long disclaimer at the beginning saying, that I, I, I'll put it up, I'm not going to read it, that the Coca-Cola company is in no way related, endorses, hmm. gives consent to this movie whatsoever. Okay. Wow, what did they do with Coca-Cola? Because it's super satire. The movie is called The Coca-Cola Kid. Okay. Released in 1985, starring Eric Roberts. Wow, okay. Okay. So, I'm going to show you on the screen <laughs> <laughs> the movie poster, if you would. One of, I mean, one of the movie posters, there are numerous. Talk about Saltburn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is, that, that is, so hang on, is he blonde in the movie? He's blonde. He's dyed his hair blonde. Okay. Okay, so in it, Eric Roberts plays this Coca-Cola marketing. Apparently the movie's done as a satire, but nobody gets it. So how did they get away with it and then just the disclaimer? You, you so, know? I'll you explain. Know. Okay. I'll explain. Okay. So Eric, yeah, Eric I mean, Roberts is this Coca-Cola exec. Absolute company man, believes nothing in the world is better than Coca-Cola. This he, sounds like a friend of ours. Yes, yes, true story. <laughs> he believes Coca-Cola is the best, the Coca-Cola company is the best, the Coca-Cola way of doing business. He is company man plus, right. right? He somehow ends up in Australia because sales are declining. He goes, this is nonsense. And he picks up one particular little town in the outback where they do not drink Coca-Cola. It's the only place in this whole movie that nobody in the world drinks Coca-Cola, which is quite plausible. It and is. nobody knows it, right? Right. So he goes, I've got to figure this out. So he goes to the town, real outback town, and finds that the mayor of the town makes his own fizzy cola? drink. Cola. Okay. Right? And he's like, well, you got to drink Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is the best. He's yeah. like, no, we will not drink Coca-Cola. It's not because I make it. Right. So now this war ensues. And he now pulls all the Coca-Cola marketing things, starts having Coca-Cola trucks come into the town. Coca-Cola Santas are all over the town. And the mayor's daughter, weirdly enough, works for Coca-Cola, but then also now follows him to this town. Anyway, she now gets obsessed with Eric Roberts and wants to do sex on him. Right. Okay. She has played, I've got to be honest, I'm a little bit obsessed with her, Greta Skaki. Oh, I love her. See? And she's a legit actress. I love her. She won BAFTAs, won Emmys. She is gorgeous. Gorgeous in this movie. Yeah, like, because, I mean, so, she's older so, now. She's yeah. still gorgeous. She has aged extremely well. But back then. No. Yeah. In, in this movie, so sultry. Like, that's the word for her, sultry. Yes. Then she was, like, White Mischief. That was yeah. a naughty movie. Right. I remember. Remember that was naughty. Um, she was in another, she was just in a lot of those movies. Yeah. Uh, she was. She was naked a lot. Oh, in this movie, she's naked. Yeah, she she had no problem being naked. Necessarily naked. She's always naked in this movie, and just wants to do sex on Eric Rob, Eric Roberts, right? Uh -huh. um, she actually found out that she was. They wanted her to play Sharon Stone's character in Basic Instinct. That would have worked. Yeah, would have worked. She, yeah. she's, she's sultry. Yes, you can just have to watch her in the trailer. You're like, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Mm. I get it. Just you don't know what it is, but she's got it, right? So she's the biggest name actress in there. It depends how you feel about Eric Roberts. <laughs> and now it's this full-on war with uh, the, uh, the mayor of this town, the owner of this Coca-Cola company. He's got some bullshit story that why he banned Coca-Cola in his town is because he fell in love with a Coca-Cola model who is the mother of the daughter, and then she died. And then when she died, he hated Coca-Cola. Like, uh, I mean, look, the, the plot sounds horrific. The plot's a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds um, terrible. In between, somewhere along the line, the there's this weird side story about the one concierge or waiter at the hotel thinks Eric Roberts is a spy. Okay. Eric Roberts in all the hotel scenes is wearing the tiniest little shorts you've ever seen. Looks good in them. Yeah. Eric Roberts, good looking guy. Good yeah. looking guy at this point. Not an ugly guy. Still looking guy. Good. Yeah. Um, king of B grade, I've got to say. Yes. Like, if there was an Oscars for B grade, he'd always win it. Imagine the rivalry in that family. Oh, I don't even think they talk to each other. I mean, I'm not a Julia Roberts fan. I'm really not. But she is like this mega star. Mm, mega, huge. And he is literally the king of B-grade. Yeah. But I suppose... Maybe if he, he was okay with it. Maybe he's like, you know what? I didn't want that level of fame. Or, or I, 
I couldn't be that. So, you know, mm. let me be the Julia Roberts of B grade. <laughs> you know, maybe that maybe is cool with it. Maybe. So this movie, a lot of shenanigans. It was why Coca-Cola were okay with it. So the movie was made as a satire because the filmmaker made satiric films. Okay. And I think a lot of people missed that this was satire because it doesn't fully lean into it. Right. Because it kind of looks legit and it's kind of like, well, McDonald's funded Mac and Me, so maybe Coca-Cola <laughs> did this. And yeah. the reason they never sued is because they're like, well, Coca-Cola actually comes out looking really good in this movie. Ah, we don't look like bad guys. But they needed the disclaimer. They needed the disclaimer. Right. But it is Coca-Cola, like even the Coca-Cola head office in Sydney is like Coca-Cola plus. So if you want to watch this movie, make sure, and you like Coca-Cola, make sure you've got a fair amount because it's going to make you want Coca-Cola. It's like, you know, supersize me? Yeah. How straight afterwards you went to get a Big Mac? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, who did yeah, It's like, shit already. Fuck. Yeah. I really want a Big Mac. <laughs> um, you're going to like, like I used to drink a lot of Coca-Cola. Mm. Have not had a Coca-Cola in, like if I've, I've had one Coca-Cola in probably the past 10 years. Okay. 10 years? Yeah. No, I'm Show completely. Show me your ways. Yeah. No, you just no, got a cold turkey. Yo, that's impressive. I got to tell you something about the Coca-Cola kid. Yes. Oh, there's one scene where the sexed up lady, Eric Roberts, like ignores her advances. So she sets him up at all the 80s things. The worst thing can happen to an 80s male, sets him up at a gay bar oh, and has all her gay friends terrible. hit on him. Yeah. Terrible. Even as one of the gay friends dress up as a woman. Oh, God. Oh, that's the worst thing could happen to an 80s man. Exactly. Oh, end up in a gay there bar. There goes your masculinity. Oh, no, just, just terrible. So it, even that happens. That's how by the book this is. Um, <laughs> it sounds pretty terrible, Im- but I also definitely want to watch it. Imagine everybody involved in this movie on Coke. A cola. No, Coke. Coke oh, Ain. <laughs> and everything makes. Replace all the Coca Cola for cocaine everywhere. So is and that still the makes satire? Sense. No, I think the satire is about corporate greed because this oh, was made like so the mid eighties. Like, it's actually we're actually talking about. Cocaine. We're trying to sell you cocaine. No, yeah. I think it was about like corporate greed and how okay. these like big corporations take over. Hmm. Eric Roberts is like this complete shell of a man who, and I think there's part of that where it's like he has nothing but this company. Mm. And even like now he goes and this woman loves him and she's got a kid and then it all ends up he becomes the father of the kid and everyone in the town. Like it's a really nice ending, but he doesn't, um, just doesn't, because without the Coca-Cola company, even though he's got this happy ending, he's still like, I love Coca-Cola. Like it's good because we all know people who work for companies like that that love their company so much. I know someone who works for Coca-Cola in the UK. Um, Is he a Coca-Cola kid? He Loves it. See, he I'm loves saying. that job so much. No. He drinks so much Coca-Cola, it's ridiculous. Oh, that's not good. No, I know. But he, lo- he loves the job. Yeah. So he's the Coca-Cola kid. He is. That's your friend. Yeah. That's your friend. So get him to watch it. Um, somewhere in this, he goes, I know I'm going to get people to love Coca-Cola. In America, we've got the Coca-Cola jingles. Yeah. I'm going to do, because th- he goes on this hunt to find the authentic Australian sound. Okay. Okay. So off he goes. And of course he goes. It's a didgeridoo, f- isn't it? Well, all that lazy stuff. Because there's just <laughs> randomly an Aboriginal gentleman sitting outside the Coca-Cola building playing. Right, with a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo. I'm going to play you the jingle that they end up creating for this. I don't think anyone will mind me playing this. Right. No copyright infringements. There may be. But listen, the whole thing, if, if this gets taken down for copyright infringement... You're contravening the whole spirit of the movie. Right. And I'm doing it for educational purposes. I want to play you the song that gets used in the Coca-Cola Kid. This is the purely Australian-sounding jingle that they land on.
you look at me expectantly. So that is very Australian. What I forgot to put in there is that uh, the even the only time he actually like succumbs to the young lady's advances is when she's dressed in the Santa Coca Cola uniform. Oh, that's that's a and fetish a strip- that we won't even it's, get that's into. That's odd. That yeah. is odd. Um, you know who the singer is? You won't know, but the singer of that in that and who composed that jingle. It sounded very Crowded House-ish, I have to say. Tim Finn from Crowded House. I was going to say it sounds Crowded <laughs> but they're more New Zealand. The, he's New Zealand. Yeah. He's New Zealand. But, you know, Americans, Australia, New Zealand, yeah, the same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah, South Africa. I was like, this is very Crowded House. Yeah. So Crowded House. It should have got Midnight Oil to do it. Would have <laughs> had a bit more. Yeah, a bit more oomph. But yeah. would it have sounded Australian? <laughs> would you have been able to put a didgeridoo? <laughs> so that is my movie recommendation, The Coca-Cola Kid. Uh, yours free to watch on Plex, not a sponsored segment. <laughs> is it free to watch on on YouTube? No, I couldn't find it on YouTube. Oh, um, it's it's kind of like it goes into that category of one of the like this an eighties movie you never saw but you got it. Okay, that's like a lot of. I the have stuff to say, you sold it quite well. I do want to watch it. That's what I get to give you, right? I do want to watch, it, especially from that poster. Wow, there are so many posters, and there are some. There's about fifteen posters for this movie, right? <laughs> okay, and in most of them, Greta Skaki is naked. Well, I think we should be able to find it on the interweb. You should, if you look hard enough, it's there. Or ask Plex. It's free. Plex is free. Yeah. Just download that. Download it. Just it's Plex. It's online. I'm scared. I'm scared to get it's, into Plex like you have. No, I'm going to end up watching so many bad oh, things. Dory, there are so many. Please just do. Please, you you'll never have to go search for an '80s movie recommendation because there are so many. Right. Maybe I'll give you that challenge. Mm. Plex, just Plex.tv. I think that's what it is. I'll check it out. It's all there. I'll check it out. Coca-Cola Kid. Uh, you want some news on what's been going happening in the 80s world with some of our favorite 80s people? Of course, I'm always. I'm give you. Always. So a few weeks ago, we spoke about George Michael and his estate um, registering George Michael's appearance for use in hologram shows. Yes. Where Abba Dirt, Freddie Mercury's estate is the latest to do it. Right. So are we in for a glut of hologram shows? Hmm. There's two things I want to say on that. Firstly, I see that there's going to be a Freddie Mercury Queen tribute show at my local theater. Oh, I may go yes. watch it. Yes, yes, there's one in the world. Local theater. Well, the theater. The theater. You don't know where my local is. No, I don't. Johannesburg. Hmm. It's my local. But you've got George Michael hologram. Right. You got Freddie Mercury hologram. We got, and I'm sure everyone's you know. Listen, those two are going to do it. Everyone else's state's going to do it. Are we heading towards, based on the success of The Greatest Night in Pop, are we headed towards a hologram version of Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas? Oh, God. Are we going to get a Do They Know It's Christmas hologram version? Why? Why Most of those people are still alive. Killer? Holograms? I'm just saying. Very suspicious. Mm, I mean, it's... Is the, has the song become un-PC? You heard it? Well, maybe they've got to fix it. They've got to write oh, the wrongs. Change it. I still haven't finished watching The Greatest Oh, you got to do yourself a favor. I haven't had time. You got, no, okay. I know. Working get your time. Five Bob Dylan, you're going to love him. That's what I'm saying. I suspect that we are headed towards a hologram band-aid. A full-on hologram band-aid. I mean, with dead and alive people. Yeah. yeah. And, dead or, and dead or alive. Dead, yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking of, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm just saying. Yes. If it was me, that's what I'd do. Maybe it's good. It's not you. Hologram the band aids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Madonna. Oh, oh God, boy. No. What has she done now? Uh, boy. So last, she was getting sued because mm-hmm. she showed up late. She people making fun of her because she's a sixty-five year old lady. She's hanging on a bar, not looking great. She fell off a chair during her act. I'm gonna play this little video, yeah, Dory. Look at that. So she's in a video. So she's in. Did a, she fall or was she dropped? So, so in this, she's on a chair singing, right. and a man in high heels grabs the back of the chair and runs off with her. But of course, he falls. Now, numerous things going on here. Firstly, she laughs. It's a bit of a joke. I mean, I'm sure she bruised. As, as you know, we get older, we bruise easily. Yeah. Um, 
anyone in high heels should not be pulling you on a chair. Probably not. You know, don't do it. That's dangerous stuff because the chair is on its back leg. It's not even all four legs on the ground. Was this where was this show? This was in Seattle. In Seattle. Okay. In Seattle, because remember she's getting sued in New York because she mm. came late. Okay, and then now in Seattle. So now it's going to be a thing that you're going to want to go watch Madonna live to see how she's going to fall. Watch it. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's just. This was maybe a publicity stunt. Possibly. Chairgate. Chair. Oh, listen, I'm just going to say, <laughs> when wearing high heels, do not drag old ladies around <laughs> the stage. I don't know why I mean, you're doing maybe this. Maybe old lady shouldn't be being dragged around the stage. But she's the boss, old lady. She's telling him to drag her around the stage. <laughs> what is happening here? Okay. Do you think she is easier to work for than, oh my God, I'm Lizzo. The, the name I'm thinking, Lizzo. Remember the whole thing of Lizzo's dancers saying that she's yes. so abusive and stuff. Who do you think would be worse to dance for, Lizzo or Madonna? I've we've seen a lot of Madonna stuff. Yeah, she always does a bit of a prayer before. Mm-hmm. She likes a prayer, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I think that puts in good stead. Uh, but Madonna, in terms of the one named divas, uh, I'd prefer to dance for. Me. She marries her dancers. She does. She has children with them. So she obviously loves her dancers more than mm. Lizzo. Lizzo hasn't. Lizzo makes her dancers have sex not with her necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think marrying and birthing with your dancer means you like your dancers maybe too much, some may say. <laughs> you know? I just, it just struck me that, you know, like these people have been known to be abusive. You know what the thing is, though? So, like. It, like even take them like equally, right? So Lizzo is like relatively new, right? Yeah. F- say five years. Mm. Okay. So if I'm dancing for Lizzo within five years of her career being big, and I'm dancing for Madonna within five years of her career, Madonna within five years of her career was the queen of pop, numerous number ones, massive icon, shifted the needle. And I'm going, you know what? Like you're being an asshole, but. Back to mm. Pet Shop Boys, she's Madonna. Right. You know what I mean? And Pet Shop Boys did do a song called She's Madonna. And nobody had any idea how long that career would last. Exactly. Yeah. So I'd be like, yeah, I, I know you're being really abusive, but there's a chance that we could do a sex and, <laughs> you're, Madonna. <laughs> and you're Madonna. So I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Gets, well, that's why. She lets, drags people around in high heels. It's a whole thing. Mm. And we wait. Let's see what happens next. That is the concert. Era's tour. I don't care. I no, don't care. I, what, no, I don't care. I don't care what Taylor Swift does. Yeah. Let Madonna fall off a chair. You're going to hear about on that 80s show. <laughs> Listen, fun, 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 fun. We picked it up last two weeks ago. Yes. Dory found a fantastic quiz. Guess the 80s song by the first line. We did 60% the other day. We are only on 12%. Okay. okay so we've got to do more. Let's get, let's get to 20 people. Every week we're going to do it. Okay. Appointment listening. Yes. A feature. You didn't do it with Barrett last week. No, so no, no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. It's our game, Dory. It's, it's our like game. Our little, you know, like you make up games with like a certain friend and only you two understand the rules. Mm. It's like that, right? Our secret language. Yeah, our secret language. Got it. Okay. So what it is. Yes. It's a quiz called Guess the 80s Song by the First Line on postfactory.com. And in it, you need to guess the 80s song by... The first line. The first line. It's very easy. Like snakes and ladders. Okay? Snakes, ladders, up, down. Easy. You got it. Right. So, <laughs> it's terrible because there's always a clue. There's, okay? a, there's a visual clue. You get a clue and it's all from the same artist. Right? Yes. So, it's like pretty, you know. This one, lovely photo of ABBA. Lovely. Mm. I mean, they're looking so abolitious there. The line is, I don't want to talk. Dory, is that from slipping through my fingers, the winner takes it all, lay all your love on me, or super trooper? The winner takes it all. The winner, Dory takes it all. Yeah. Okay, released in 1980. One of my favorite songs of theirs. Oh, also love it. Also love it. Yeah. You know, especially because I'm such a winner, and Mm. I do love taking it all. Oh, it's a fabulous picture of Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, sideline. While my friends, the time has come. (sighs) Is this from We Are The World? Hello. Dancing on the ceiling or all night long, all night. All night long, all night. 
irresistible Caribbean influences of Lionel Richie. Well, my friends, my time has come. Next up, you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Oh, come on, guys. Way too easy. Don't you want me? The Lebanon, human, or the sound of the crowd? Obviously, don't you want me? Don't you want me? By the Human League. The Human League. 1981. Fantastic song. Mm. Oh, a beautiful, beautiful Morton Hockett. Uh, we obviously got an aha song here. The options are Hunting High and Low, Crying in the Rain, Take on Me, The Sun Always Shines on TV. And the first line is, we're talking away. Well, Paolo, I think you should answer this question since you are obsessed with the song. The thing is, as you would have noticed, I did not start with <laughs> the song. I waited till people had settled and they were very comfortable, okay, and were ready to absorb the song. And I did not start with Take On Me. See, that's, well that's how you do it. Yes, well done. Who starts Take On Me? Anyway, go back, listen to the shows, you'll understand why. That's um, Tears for Fears. Ooh, that's Tears for Fears. Always looking like they're in a sexual health ad. <laughs> really? They always do. They always look like they're like giving wholesome, wholesome use condoms, mm. no sex before marriage. Um, welcome to your life, Head Over Heels, Woman in Chains, Mad World, or Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Oh, I'm a little bit. Do you what, know the answer? What's, wait, what's the lyric? Welcome to your life. Yeah, I know. It's Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Ah, it is. Yes. 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 And you're right. Correct. Mm-hmm. And one more, so we get ourselves to 20%. Dolly Parton. Ooh, Ooh this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. I was quoting 9 to 5 earlier. You were. Baby, when I met you, there was oh, peace come unknown. On. Come on. So easy. I'm Jolene. 9 to 5. Wildflowers or... I get it now. I had to get the Kenny Rogers in my head. Yes. Islands in the stream. Of course. From Islands in hey, the stream. Hey, we got all of them right. Got, of course you got... They're very... They like, are easy. They same are artist, easy. give me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, fun. Because, it is fun. And I bet you that there's going to be tough ones coming up. Oh, I think because we've only done the first twenty percent. Oh, I see Neil Simon's next. Uh, so Neil, Sa- Neil Simon, Neil Simon, Neil Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. Is that is Neil Simon from Simon and Garfunkel? Paul Sam- Simon, Paul Simon, <laughs> of all the Simons, <laughs> Simon and Simon. <laughs> the name of my sex tape. <laughs> Okay, that's it. We have to end the show now. That's the end. The end. Okay, there's the music. (laughs) Everything that you heard on the show today uh, can be found on that 80 Show SA Facebook page. Uh, Do not look for any of those sex tapes. They they exist. You will not find them. Um, And uh, so that 80 Show SA on Facebook. Join our WhatsApp channel. What's up? What's up? It's on the mobile telephone. And then you can call... Call to say you love us. Call us, say you love us, call me. I don't know. Call to say hello. I don't know. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more 80s. (laughs) I wanted to open the show with that, I forgot. (laughs) 